What's good, everybody? Your boy is back. Yes, your boy is back. I'm back in the building. Yes, I'm back on the block. Me and my beautiful E in the back of that. No, no, no. I don't want to hear that. Niggas will know where you been, bro. Hey, man. Working hard. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on. Life. Right, right. Trying to get life in order. Shout out to the people that filled in for you when you weren't here. Shout out to four the people. Shout out to Monique. Shout out to Quells. Jaquel. Shout out to Ness. My man. Elliot. Congratulations, Elliot, on graduating. Yes. Good stuff. Blessings on blessings. So I guess we need a GoFundMe for... We need a we need a GoFundMe for him and for Jaquel, right? Yeah, Jaquel in college. He's a broke college student. He needs a GoFundMe. Yeah. Uh, Ellie needs a GoFundMe because he's about to start his career. He's in debt probably. I don't hope he is, but you know. And Monique has hey, a Hey man, it's college, dog. And listen, Monique is a single mother. They all need GoFundMe. Does Monique bake vegan <laughs> treats? I don't know. That's a good question. Monique, do you bake vegan treats? Re- uh, reach out to the show and just let, let us know. Because he got a, a bougie vegan over here, Tony T. Cut. Nah, I mean I'm the I'm the I'm the vegan baker in my family, so you know. Yeah, you are. You do bake something. You got you some did. ideas. We yeah, got, bake we got them waffles popping. We got them them uh them uh brownies popping. We get it. Popping. I got that brownie mix you love over here too. You know what I mean? But uh huh. Your vegan your vegan bacon is on point. I'm the vegan yeah. heathen. Yo, so you gotta yeah. try it. You gotta do what I tell you and give everybody that that rundown. Do exactly what I said. I'll text it to you again. But do that, and then I want you to tell people how it came out because I know it's gonna be fire. Yeah, we'll see. But um, shout out to the forty people for <laughs> uh, <laughs> the people that came in. Uh, Dog, you know. have I led you wrong yet? Nah, you haven't. But you could. Like, okay. Look, yeah. Well, Tony. Okay, let's get into that. Tony came over with him and his wife not too long ago. My place. We went you know? to. Yes, I didn't get to tell that because I went on the show. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. to stay in. I got to stay in the Lee Estate, dog. The Come whole West Wing was fire. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Don't do that. Indoor swimming pool. Don't, don't do that. Don't the, the, uh, do that. Seven Please. Maybacks outside. Yo, don't do that. Don't do that. This house was right across the street from Ray J's. Had the seven Maybacks oh, outside. Man. Chill, man. <laughs> Jersey, we out. That's it. I'll just say God is good. Nah, man. but Tony's definitely a gracious host. Opened yeah. his home up to us. Dope, 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 dope. Yeah, Tony T came through with his wife. You know, they always family. Yep. When I, I've been through his house before. Now he came to mine. They, his wife and him, they kicked up, cooked up an amazing vegan dish. I'll be telling y'all, listen. I'm not vegan, but I'm the more, I'm the chef's assistant. My wife right. is the chef. I'm the chef's assistant. Right, and I'm proud of that. Cooked up an amazing meal with greens and a stir fry with chickpeas, mushroom, and onions, and like some banana fries with like a homemade crepes. Listen, Word. all vegan, very delicious. And if I had to go vegan, I wouldn't be disappointed knowing them. Like that's for real. And I can do it. It's just like the I know all about it. It's just a discipline thing. But um, Tony came not too long <laughs> ago, and um, it was a good time, man. We chilled, we ate, we tried to figure out what the heat setting was, you know. But um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to had to figure that out. It's all good though. But we here, man. Um, what you been up to, Tone? Talk to the people. What you been up to besides being figure? Yeah, out? man. Nah, I ain't fake busy. You know, working, trying to get life in order, make some moves. You know, life wise, family wise, all that good type stuff. So you know, don't want to give too many details because you know, still some stuff in the process. But you know, working, hustling, nice. grinding, nice, grinding, nice. hustling, and grustling. <laughs> Grustling and grinding. Shout out nice, to nice. shout out to Clock Radio Speakers for grustling. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Um, shout out to Armand. My too. favorite podcast outside oh, of our sweeter. own. Absolutely, fire. Thing. He released a single. Okay, I've been doing good. Nothing. I've been working and do, doing good. So my part is done. But Armand, <laughs> our, yeah, my part is done. 
Um, God is good. That's all I say. You know, which is how I live in. But Armand released all a the single. time. And all the time. Hey, God is good. He come Hey, but Armand, he has a single called "Sweeter." Armand's been on the show. Absolutely, before. Armand. Produ- um, produced by Jay Roden. By Jay Roden. Um, Armand is newly signed to Alex. So shout out to him. Y'all check out that single. Suede released a single definitely available now called "Basement," but some issue with a sample, or whatever. That was fired. That dropped um, yesterday, oh. but he had to take it down. It, it, Dang. It, was, it was really, really, really good. But some sample. Yeah, issues, Sway, so. send, send send us them files, brother. <laughs> send us the send us the files. Nigga, we keep the files. <laughs> but nah. Um Shout out to Lux. Tricks. Keep the files. Yeah, shout out to Lux. What's yo, battle rap? Where is Lux? Lux is someone waiting for Aver, I guess. Or or a daylight. I want to see Aver. Lux. Okay, we ain't about to get the battle rap tangent. We need Sean on the show for that. But um Hey. Shout out to Shake That's Mr. Don DeMarco himself. I, mean, I want the fail one with that nigga, man. But we don't talk about that nigga. <laughs> No, nah, but but since we're talking about all this other stuff, all we are out the way. That was kind of an awkward uh, beginning, but listen, it is what it is. It's Welcome all good. Tones, baby. They love um, us. Welcome to Two Tones. We didn't even do the normal intro. Tony Timberlake three here. Instagram, oh, yeah. Twitter, follow me. Uh, follow the show at Two Two Tones on tw- well, on Twitter. That's the number yeah. two T W O T O N E S. Two Tones man. podcast on mm. SoundCloud and on Instagram, but we don't be there. We don't be there like that. Yeah, but we are um, iTunes. iTunes two yes. tones. Go Number comment, two. rate, rate, rate. Go T-O-E-S. comment, rate, rate, rate. Please comment, y'all. Please rate, subscribe. That helps us. That's really it helps us more than you know it. I get why podcasts supposed to be telling y'all to do that because now yep. I see like it helps us get noticed too, and help, it helps us out. So do that. And we'll we be pre- tweeting out some old, some classic show links. Right, right. We say that we might not be doing it, but we, y'all just do it if we don't do it. Our, yeah, y'all do it for us. Find <laughs> find them old joints, them old you, fire. You know, you know what? Tweet out your favorite show. Tweet out your yep. favorite show day for Two Tones. Whatever your favorite show is, tweet it out Word. tomorrow. And along with the new show, we'll appreciate that. All three of y'all listen to us because you know y'all we got. Hey. You know, two or three together. Come on. But, we um, broke five broke. We ain't got it. Tone, so what you wearing? You wearing your rumper? Your, your rump him? Your male? Um, you mean my <laughs> cutoff janitor suit? Yeah, man. So it's been an uproar, a fake uproar. And, a, a, you know, it's been a hilarious day on Twitter. Um, Mel rumpers. Mm-hmm. Some pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about this until like literally right before we started the show. I missed it. Sorry, y'all. But yeah, um, um, yeah the first thing I thought I saw a blue one. I was like, this looks like a janitor suit with the legs and arms cut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, it was a funny. Why is Young Dro the head but, of this? No, no, no. See, the thing is, Young Dro. Okay, Mel Rumpers. It was a thing on Twitter. The thing is, people have been wearing rumpers. Men have been wearing rumpers forever, but I guess Twitter caught wind of it. And actually, what Young Dro had really? on was a two-piece. I've never seen that. No, like that style, like in Europe, and that that been around. But Ooh, okay. even back in the day, like that's like a janitor's suit. It's a, it's a onesie. It's a onesie. When I searched it, house. when I searched it, I did see a picture of Sean Connery from like '64. That's what I'm saying. It's an old like style. It's an old style. The thing is, will you wear that as a man to man? Will you wear a romper, a male romper? Rump mm, no. Okay, I will. No. I will. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it G with you, cause I did see two that look. You gonna fire. wear some Sperry's with no socks too? I might wear those with the little um, small socks that fit like right below your shoes, so they don't show like by the ankle. <laughs> I, definitely, like I, I'm not ashamed to wear that. Like I don't care. Like so, I seen two fire ones. I seen like a sweatpants material one, like a white one, and I seen one with like flowers on it, like a denim one. That was fire with the whole little jewelry. I don't care nobody say niggas gonna get up and act like, oh, I ain't gonna wear that. I ain't, I and I ain't, I ain't gonna say your masculinity is fragile if you don't wear it, but if you do wear nah. it, I'm not gonna say it is either. Like, 
It's it ain't that. Own. I just, I'm just not wearing no Stockton shorts. Okay, it doesn't Sorry. have to be Stockton shorts. Does, does it have to be vegan material? Is that the thing? Does it, do you what? Like <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, does it leather free? No, but um, I'll, I'll definitely what? wear it, man. But do you see that becoming a trend? The, the rump hems. Do you see that becoming a, like the button yes. up was, like the white t-shirt, white tees was? Yeah. Do you see if somebody, the right rapper wears it, yeah. If ASAP Rocky come out with an album tomorrow and he wearing the romper on the album, them, yeah. ASAP has that much influence. We barely care about his music. What we care about his fashion. <laughs> like he's, he's, he's a fashion. Right, Kanye, thing. if Kanye does okay, it. That's then, but Kanye wore a skirt. The skirt's ain't fly. He wore a kilt, man. It was a leather kilt. That ain't fly. I'm kidding. So it, Jay I don't know. Does it. I mean, it would who, take Jay Z to who, do that. No, Jay's not wearing that. No, I know he's not, but it would take someone as Jay's future, maybe. Stature. Yeah, Drake. Drake, Drake Young put Thug? That on. Thugger? Oh, Thug, that's normal. Though. Thug with skirts Thug. and wedding dresses. <laughs> it would be like Thug toned it down. Yeah, <laughs> Thug dressing like today. Like, Thug wears wedding dresses <laughs> with Dennis Rodman. Him and Dennis Rodman, a tattoo cross dresses ever. You know, Yo, Dennis Rodman might wear that. Dennis Rodman. Yo, Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman is wearing that, and his hair matches the pattern he got on the romper. <laughs> True, because my beard would have like the stripes. My beard would have like the blue and green in there. <laughs> Y'all think I'm playing. And I'm not saying this to shock about it. I will wear that. And it's nothing wrong. It doesn't look crazy to me. It's a regular suit. People wear it in other parts of the world. But it gets on Twitter and it gets gratified. And people act like, come on. So shout out to the Mel Rumpers to each his own. It was a funny day on Twitter. Uh, we haven't had a funny day like that since like Nigger Navy or like what I look like what? I do for a living. That was a hilarious <laughs> time on Twitter. Um, oh, man. But yeah, um, so the Mel Rumper, I mean, to each his own, it, the jokes that die out by today. What's the thing? Wednesday, right? You'll hear this Thursday. Uh, so um, let's talk about your boy LeVar Ball, man. Let's <laughs> talk about him. We haven't talked much about LeVar Ball we haven't talk- or Lonzo Ball, really, on this show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, let's kind of talk about it. It'll also kind of bleed into the next topic as well. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about LeVar Ball and the big baller brand. So if you haven't, if you aren't aware... LeVar yeah. Ball's son, Lonzo Ball, who played for UCLA this pla- this past year, is headed into the NBA draft this year. He's projected as a top three pick, which Lakers is very prestigious. Yeah. Lakers will probably take him. They are, yeah. Um, which would be, well, we'll get to that with the yeah, lottery. Okay, okay, we'll but um, his father has launched a basketball brand. This brand has been, he's been wearing this brand, you know, all year at, Pretty much every UCLA game. It's the big baller brand. Yep, the big baller brand. And um, he said some things that people thought were for shock value, but he probably wholeheartedly believed. He said he wanted, what did he say? He wanted a bill, a Billy from Nike or Adidas for his son before his son has played a game. And and to to put this into context, LeBron James got a $90 million deal from Nike before he played a game in the NBA. Sheesh. So he wants ten times that for his son, over ten times that. Um, Nike, me, Adidas, okay. Under Armour, every major sneaker brand, uh, pretty much just passed on yeah, on on Lonzo Ball. Not <laughs> yeah. necessarily not necessarily blackballed him, but just didn't want to deal with Lavar, so Lonzo doesn't get the deal as long as Lavar is right, right, right. Yeah. A part a of the situation, but people so love him LeVar, in the picture apparently. I mean, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk. Mm, ESPN there's Magazine. Mix, there's a, there's a mixed on, crowd on that. He was on ESPN Magazine. Like, this is the thing. Okay. Okay. I'll let you There's a mixed crowd on that. He's, it, it is, he's, it is. He generates interest. Not everybody likes him. But we give him that. Being in this situation. He started with He definitely is garnering eyes. So, 
The next yeah. thing he did to Ghana Eyes, he did the, the whole I want a Billy for my son. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, he decided we're not going to do the sneaker deal. We're going to make our own sneaker. And not only are we going to make our own sneaker, it's going to cost almost $500, $495 to be exact, which got Twitter in an uproar. Right. ESPN in an uproar. Fox Sports 1 in an uproar. And they sold a decent amount bought, of shoes, to be honest. He said four to 500 which isn't bad. Yeah. Especially if, you know, if he's yeah, got a good... If he's got a good... Yeah, but I mean, if he's got a good manufacturing deal yeah. where that cost is as low as Nike or close to as low as Nike, it's a great instant come up. Nice flip and investment. And then you come out with the second shoe that's, you know, a regular price. But I think he's going to put those to regular price. That's just the shock value of it. He knew we would talk about it. If he put his shoes True. at like regular price, we wouldn't be talking about it as much. It's the shock value. And think about it. Think about it. LeBron's cost like 200 right? So I'm not paying $200 for a LeBron James sneaker. I definitely ain't paying $500 for a LeVar Ball sneaker. I, I have paid 200 before for a pair of LeBron's. I'm not going to lie. However. Nah, I'm I, not doing that. Okay, but when, when they go on sale for 75 bucks, it's yeah, a steal. And I'm taking Marshalls. it. Yeah, when they in Marshalls, a bro in the cool factory. <laughs> when they, when they sit no, there when they're at the Nike outlet. You had a Nike outlet too. Yeah. But when, when it goes down, it's looked at. <laughs> but when, it's, when the price goes down, you see it as a steal. You see right, this right, thing right. of this great value that's now cheaper. But he's not hot now, not necessarily, because yeah, the LeBrons I got was fire. This is the thing. The older you get, but the more let's you say, but let's say this: you can't LeVar Ball, Lonzo mm-hmm. Ball sneaker, the ZL two. Say okay. this drops down to, I don't know, one twenty by opening day of the NBA season. Do we call it a flop, or oh, do what? people say, you know what, the sneaker? Do we call it a flop if? Say if he sells a thousand pairs at five hundred dollars, and it says, "Okay, we can put the price down now. We're going down to one twenty. That sneaker probably starts to sell, especially yes. because you're gonna you're gonna get people who are say, "I'm interested in the performance aspect of this shoe." And if it Quality. tests well performance right. wise, yeah. they're not then like Kobe. that helps. They look they like do Kobe. look like Kobe. They look it's, like Kobe fours. Yeah. yeah, and they're not Kobe ugly. Four, Kobe the shoe five. isn't ugly. Like that's the. It's thing. not ugly, but it's not groundbreaking. Yeah, it's not, especially for that price, but. That the price people, is the most groundbreaking thing. You got Shaq giving him flag. Everybody like, oh, you shouldn't charge as much. And he, then, then people don't like how you responded. Well, you're not a big baller if you don't buy it. And it was just mixed stuff. Listen, everybody char- overcharges for shoes. So Shaq, Michael Jordan charging two hundred for sneakers listen, that cost him five dollars to make, but we ain't mad at him though. Yeah, miss me with all that. Everybody overcharges. So the whole four and five dollar thing, y'all gonna pay that for something else? Y'all like, we all do it. So I'm, I'm missing Word. that argument. I'm not addressing that argument because we all. Everybody does. And if we really looked at the cost value of the stuff that we buy, we probably overpay. Not even probably. We overpay for everything. Everything. The stuff is not as expensive as it's charged for. The TVs that we probably pay $1,000 for probably cost $50 to make. Listen, listen. You get a lot of stuff wholesale, listen, you know the difference. But, I mean, I like LeVar Ball. So that all spirals now to his recent appearance on a Colin Cowherd show, FS1 Fox News. Basketball at age six, like Lonzo told us. And whenever you asked him a question, I think he said, What, five words? And he looks terrified whenever he's talking. He looks genuinely afraid. Well, I don't think LeVar would let him do that. <laughs> I honestly think LeVar will have to approve of any girl that comes into his life. A few moments later. Have you sold any shoes yet? Yeah, I've sold a, a good amount to me. How many? Stay in your lane. Wait, Anyways, what's I'm just curious. I don't even want to 
worry about her over there. It's, why not? Time, she scares I think that's me kind of disrespectful. She says she's like, now. I'm just trying. I'm, Leave I'm, me alone. So she's a reporter. Her job is to probe. She can report to whoever she want behind her. What's, I'm I, talking what is, to you, Colin. Well, what's your, what is your problem with me? Hey, my problem is you are a hater. Why I would hater? never wear a big baller shirt. But yeah, with I mean, all due respect, I, you're a great reporter, just not reporting on me. I didn't say it was offensive. Yeah. I just said, you know, if you want to, you know, work with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour, uh, to maybe have something that appeals to women. I'm not friends with her. I don't, I don't, I don't even see. I don't even see it. I, I don't want to talk about all that. Next. Well, you're going to have to have women who like your brand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you have a women's company. They wouldn't want to work with you anyway because you don't respect women, so. She's, she's after you today. Oh, I don't respect not, women, I'm but just... I'm the one that's married. I'm, I'm good. Well, she can say what she wants. She's, she's trying to put it. I never disrespect women. But I tell you, you what, did if, on you the act, show today. if you act like that, guess what? Something's coming to you. Thanks. Are you Wait, are you threatening me? Oh, see, I see trying to turn the words. I would never threaten you. You said something's coming to me. I don't know what it is. I'm not a psychic. Oh. His son looks like a robot, and his father looks like the total man in the family. I'm I'm out on LeVar Ball. I think he's a problem for this kid, and it seems like he's just daddy's little boy, uh, a, a little robot who's completely controlled by his father. Like I said, and going back to Whitlock, I don't think he can comment on anything but snacks. Now, wow. that's a little harsh. It's going to be harsh because he want to be harsh so on me. So you disrespect women a, and people uh, for their no, weight? No, that's what you say. I didn't say nothing about no, no weight. No, you just said that to me. Like I told I'm not even worried about you right now. Keeping your lane. Um, he had an altercation, quote unquote. Well, I guess the lady there. He had a verbal it. altercation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verbal. yeah. Let's you make know, sure we, we put that out there because the way she tried to spin it. Yeah, she, you hate women. Like, she tried to spin it, it like. Okay, so Colin Cowherd went on. I mean, Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd is I a love radio Colin host. Cowherd, he used way. to be on ESPN, mm -hmm. left over to Fox Sports One before the layoffs. Gave him that bag. Smart for him. They gave him the bag, mm -hmm. just like they gave Skip Bayless the bag. Anybody get Mike and Mike? Well, they, they, they leaving too. Wow, man. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so Colin Cowherd does radio, um, and his show is simulcast on TV. So there's cameras in the studio, just like Mike and Mike. Um, on ESPN2. Mm -hmm. And LeVar Ball was a guest today. And I guess, is that Colin's co-host? I don't even know her name. I yeah, I think it is. I don't know her name either. Um, um, but there's a, a, a I don't want to say female, woman. I don't, I don't even know how to say this. But there's a lady journalist on the show who mm -hmm. has been critical of LeVar Ball and um, also of Alonzo Ball and LeVar's fathering of Alonzo. So LeVar went on the show. Um, he already knew what she had said publicly on this show previously um, and didn't take too kind to it. The entire interview he spent with his back towards her and facing Colin Cowherd. Now, this is an interesting interview set up in the first place. You have two different desks, one on one side of the room, one on the other with a couch in yes, the, the middle. Setup that, is alone is, the yeah. setup is already off. Yeah. For he, he has his back turned anyway. towards her the whole time. But he absolutely he did. Especially now, after the comments. But go ahead. She accused him of being disrespectful to women and <laughs> and hating women or whatever because she said if he if he wants a successful brand, he needs a brand that markets to women. And he said, yes, if you have a women's company. Is there something wrong that he's not marketing to women? She Is there something wrong with not marketing to everybody? Do you have to market to everybody with your brand? No. Sometimes inclusion isn't the best thing. 
Does right. always market to men? No. Are we mad at always? Are we mad at any of these brands that listen? You know, she played the typical white woman role that turned towards she turned victim, and she said, "Oh, so now you don't like women? Oh, so now you like stop it." Number one, number two, she's been attacking him all throughout that show, like throughout the year, like all of our ball, boom, boom, boom. Now he comes on the show and he claps back at you. Now you're acting surprised. He was like, "Stay in your lane." Some people thought that was sexist. It could have been, but I don't see. He was just I talking think to he like just a, was saying, I'm not talking to you. You don't have nothing to say to me. Yeah, and Colin Carter was like, you don't think that's nice, do you? He was like, well, she shouldn't be coming to me. She's a hater. You know, he's old. He's a hater. He's a hater. Like, but he, LeBron Ball, yes, he caused a lot of controversy. But we're surprised at the obnoxious things he says. But he's obnoxious. We give him the platform. And when, he, when he's himself, we get all crazy and we act shocked. Why do we do that? We're stupid. Yeah. That's why. Like the media gives him this platform, knows he's this way. Then when he acts the way that you know he's going to act, then we get outraged. That's just been another story, which is baffling to me. But that's what we do. It's an echo chamber of stories. Yeah, the same thing. So it was a hilarious exchange. Um, the woman, yes, she's she's crying so wolf. She White said, women, um, she said, you're disrespectful to women. He said, I'm the one that's married though. <laughs> yeah, he said, but I'm married to women. I'm not. Yo, he came with all the fire and all the facts for her. Yeah, and some can see it as a sexist thing, I, but. If that, in I context, don't see it I don't that way. You, yeah, Personally, I, granted, we're two men talking about this, right? So it's a different point of view. But yeah, but, but I mean, was if somebody that was staggering, so, like, oh, he's being. Do sexist. we want? So this raises a little bit of a question: Do we really want equality? Because if that was a dude, if that was, and I mean, he came at Jason Whitlock too, somebody else who was outspoken and said some very negative things about the way he fathers his son. And told him he can't talk about nothing but snacks. So, yeah. oh man, was that was Yo, that mean? Yes, said, it was mean. But did told, we say it was sexist or racist, or did we say it was body shaming? Somebody probably gonna say it now. They, they might. Now that I'm, now but that the I thing said is, it. but this is my thing. If let's talk about this man, all y'all if don't that, fire at him, but when he fire back, it's I y'all this generation. Yeah, like, but Yo, but like, back to this equality piece. Because she's a woman, he can't answer her. In a sharp way, when she's been sharp with him all year when he wasn't there. What about yeah? What about equality, feminism? If you, you want, want equality, the same then, way. then take then take. I want to be treated the same darts. way. That's another argument. I'm gonna treat you just like I treat my boys. I'm snapping on you, and I don't care because you're a woman. But no, I'm a woman. Wait, wait, no. You want equality? That's what I'm saying. Y'all want to be consistent in that argument. And for feminism. the most part, he attacked attack her me. idea, not her. Hold up, feminism Twitter. Attack Tony T. If y'all come in, don't attack me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I'm, no, but he attacked her idea, not her. Her idea, yeah. not her. So, I mean, it's just a bunch of. It's, he, he's still gonna be in the press. He's on ESPN magazine with his son in the shadow. His son looks like a, a poor man's Drake. Some people would say Lonzo, but <laughs> I don't know. I didn't make that up. But listen, my boy Harbaugh, raised the point though. Shout out to my brother Nico. He sent me a text um, with Lamelo, the little brother, the one that shoots from half court and be like sixteen or forty in games. And said, how come none of these kids wear the ZO2s? And I said, because they don't exist yet. Um, Man. <laughs> which they might not. They might be in a manufacturing stage. It might be pre-orders. Honestly, that would be the smart thing. If these $500 is for pre-orders, I'm not making a shoe till y'all pay for it. Why would I? Listen, man. So let's this Okay, let's start to if we can ball, go, so- If we can use GoFundMe for, you know, all types of projects, People we can do it for sneakers too. GoFundMe. I'm gonna go fund me for my rent soon, but yeah. <laughs> I'm saying in the Fox Tower, nah. But um, no, but seriously, um, so let's off LeVar balls. Probably still using those Lonzo ball in the situation. Let's talk about the draft, man. Celtics yes, let's talk one. about the draft lottery. Lakers the number Celtics two. won the draft. Celtics Lakers number two. 
Celtics are set up for years to come. They, yes, they are. And, and this think, is my let me but, take my opportunity to hate the formerly New Jersey Nets, now the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, I can't Jersey, stand that, y'all. Man. No, I can't stand the Brooklyn Nets. I'm a Sixers fan. Y'all horrible too. Granted, we horrible, but we haven't given up our draft. No, but we haven't given up our draft picks for one year of a 35 and 36 year old Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. We didn't do that. Yeah, that wasn't dog. That wasn't. They gave up. Dog, if I'm not mistaken, Jalen Brown, their first round pick from last year, who was number three overall, was originally a Brooklyn pick that. The Celtics got because of that trade. They got this year, they got the number one pick because of that same trade. Next year, they have the right to swap with Brooklyn. So if Brooklyn gets number one and the Celtics get number 30, they can now switch. So they have another number one or two or three. And then the year after that, they just get the pick, period. They don't have to swap. So they keep their own pick and they get Brooklyn's pick. They literally can add... They literally can add four top five picks because they the Nets are going to be terrible for the foreseeable future because they can't they don't have draft picks to get talent in. Nobody wants to go to who's Brooklyn. their star Jeremy Lin who's their super who's their Brooke Lopez. <clears throat> what Lopez? Yes, that uh, was me snoring. Uh, yeah, Lopez. He's not. Good. He's the best player on the team. He's not a star. Yeah, he's not a star. Obviously, yeah. He's a solid number two or number three option yeah, on a I mean, good team. He used to be. That's who they have to build around without draft picks. Yeah. So um, it's going to be terrible for a while. So Celtics, they they my point the conference being, finals, man, and they got the number one I, pick. That's amazing. Like yeah, that. man. I say all of that to say the NBA needs to step in. There should be no way you can swap or give that many first round picks away in one deal. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then, that's too and much. Because now look. The oh, Celtics are in the conference final. My question is, my question is, when basketball reasons happened and the Lakers couldn't get Chris Paul for yeah. basketball reasons, why didn't basketball reasons happen again when the Nets gave up four picks for KG and Paul Pierce on their last legs? Well, maybe that's because if because if the argument is that these trades mess up the the competitive nature of the NBA and leave teams and markets in bad shape. What did that team? What did that trade do for Brooklyn? They got to the playoffs one year, got put out in the second round. Paul Pierce dipped and went to Washington. KG got put, got himself sent back to Minnesota because he wanted to be out. And the Nets were trash. The Nets are a dumpster fire, straight dumpster juice, and will be for the Listen, next. Listen, y'all years. wasn't too far from that. Y'all looking like y'all looking a little better now, but um. Dog, Don't talk we crazy set up because... real nice. Yeah, no, no, y'all, 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 no I'm not saying y'all. I'm not saying that we have been the best roster, but I'm saying at least we didn't give up draft picks. Listen, for let's get... aging stars that true. don't that let's, can't give you what you're looking for. Let's get back for. to the draft. All right, let's get back to. The draft. I mean, this, is part of, no this plays yeah. into the draft, though. Y'all, suck. we're we not talk really talking. That. We're not talking about the Sixers, though. Okay. We're talking about the Nets. Okay, as long as you don't bring Sixers back up, but. No, but I'm saying this this messes up. Like, there's no way Brooklyn, with that team that they assembled in that trade with KG, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry, yeah. Joe Johnson, and Darren Williams, was going to win a championship with Miami Heat still together with LeBron, D Wade. It and was Bosch. just their millionaire owner, their billionaire owner, excuse me. It was just, I guess he, he just felt trigger happy. He just, it was stupid. Yes. I, Brooklyn is horrible. The managing, the, the, Upstairs on the court, I don't know what's going on. They're just bad, man. And 
Barclays Center is rusty because I pass it a lot when I'm in Brooklyn. When I'm in Yo, New York, it is rusty. It's very I did rusty. pass it one day and yeah. I was bumping pop. You I was bumping pop while I was in Brooklyn. Niggas ain't wet up your um your car? Nope. <laughs> Brooklyn gentrified now. That whole block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White Brooklyn, people. Brooklyn is all hipster and gentrified white people. Like Brooklyn ain't the same no more, man. New York ain't the same. We Brooklyn people, is Hoboken now. I'm crying. It's it's that's the really that's really yeah, that's reality because New York ain't the same, man. Yo, it's all Brooklyn and is man. yo, do you remember the mad real world on Chappelle show? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn ain't the same. Sorry, y'all. Everybody that had hopes to come to New York, you're gonna see a bunch of Times Square is everywhere now. I'm just saying that everywhere is Times Square now. Brooklyn, yep. Harlem, like, Harlem. It, it Absolutely. Ain't like the same. You can't it ain't the it ain't New York. It's cool, but yeah. Harlem got like on uh one twenty fifth. I've been there quite a few times in the past year. On one twenty fifth, a lot of black oriented businesses, but a lot of yeah. white folks running up and in these African Listen, stores, man. these black stores. So so Celtics number one, shout out to them. Lakers number two. Yep. I think they'll get Lonzo Ball. I believe. Um, I think they're gonna take. Yeah, I think they'll get Lonzo Ball. Um, yeah. I um, I was thinking they may trade that to Indy, but Larry Bird is not there. So I, I, I'm thinking. I, I don't. Was, I don't see why either Boston or the Lakers make a deal with Indy. Why Indy won't Boston make a deal pick. with Paul George? Why Why wouldn't Boston make a deal with Indy? Because Paul George is the missing piece they need to get past Cleveland. We know. Why would you Why would well, you well, make that on. trade when you can get Paul? Because uh-huh. we know that Cleveland, they're not going to get past Cleveland. I don't care how good Boston gets coach-wise, player-wise. As long as LeBron is there, they're never getting past Cleveland, period. So what they need is an mm-hmm. extra piece or somebody else in the artillery to get past that hump. Now, everybody yeah. that's available right now, you got Melo, you got Paul George, you probably got Blake Griffin. I'm thinking Paul George is in his prime. That's the best person to get right now. And if you want to chip, go there. But mm-hmm. Paul George expressed that he wants to go back to LA. So I get it. Make the money, become a millionaire. But I think it's smarter for Boston to trade for Paul George and give us Indiana the number one pick. It makes the most sense. It, 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 it makes, makes the, the most sense for you as an Indian, <laughs> a Indiana Pacers fan. No, now let's let's George break is this leaving. Down. George let's is break leaving. This down. That's why. I'm, yes. Why it makes now sense let's break me? this down. Yeah. Let's break. It. Why does it make sense for you? No, I'm saying he's leaving. I won't want it to happen, but I'm saying like. Yeah, but you know he's leaving, so it yeah, makes sense for you to want to get a first or second yeah, overall yeah, yeah. pick. But yeah. the reason this doesn't make sense for Boston is first off, he's a free agent, so they don't have to give y'all anything to get him, and neither does LA, which is where he wants to be. Secondly, even if you were to trade that, why would they give away their first overall pick? Cleveland literally has a small window to still be this good because once no, LeBron James no, is gone, don't. yes, they do. No, they got a good. Okay, they, they got a. How good much five longer do you expect left. LeBron? Five James. Five you years. think LeBron's going to be this for five more years? If, even if this is the thing about LeBron's game, even LeBron not, is in. Hold on, hold on. LeBron is in year thirteen. You think he's going to be this guy until year eighteen? Yes. You know why? Because he's he's great. He he's just not the. He don't has to be. He doesn't have to be the main scorer. The main, he's a distributor. He's a, LeBron makes the team better. He, his game he is so does, great that okay. when he's not dominant but offensively, his, he'll still be a big factor to why the team is still being better. Like LeBron is – I'll give, I'll give I him don't, five years. Five years left, period. He's not going to be this same LeBron James for the next five okay, years. Okay, his the, basketball IQ will still be high, yes. His explosiveness, once it goes, he's not gonna be it changes like – Right. No, but I'm saying it changes how you defend him. You no longer have to pay him as much attention if he's not as explosive. If he can't blow past you, do you really need to guard him? Let's say three years. So the Celtics are going to get what number one pick? Draft somebody. So three years they're not going. They're not going to get past the Cavs in three years. They got three years. Let's play this out. 
let's say let's say the Celtics go after either Paul George or Gordon Hayward, the two premier small forwards in the or league Mello. right now. I mean, Melo score wise, Melo's on the downside. I know. If I'm going for a small forward, I'm getting yeah, one of those two because yeah, they're in right, their right, mid twenties. Melo's thirty plus. It's, it's over for him. So Ain't if I'm back. Boston, salute. Go ahead. Salute. Get your woman back. Good job. Well, I'm trying to um, get mine back. Go ahead. Hey, <laughs> but if I'm Boston, <laughs> if I'm Boston, I can sign Paul George, and I can take this draft pick and get myself another guard. I have my guard heavy team. I want to run up tempo. I get myself another young guard and extend my my window of being great. If I get Markel Fultz or I get Lonzo Ball, I extend my window another three or four years of greatness. This makes you have that kind of 60s style dynasty if you can keep all the pieces right, together. Right. And obviously. You have great because we now yeah, have yeah. free agency. There's a lot of factors that factor into this. But in terms of getting a lot of young players on cheap deals, this is what you do. I'm talking you got okay. Jay, I'm talking okay. about Boston. They got Jalen Brown locked up for the next three years, mm-hmm. and then he's still a restricted free agent, so you sign him again. Marcus Smart has like two more years on his deal, then you lock him up as a restricted free agent again. Then whoever they draft this year and next year and the year after that, you keep these you keep these draft picks unless you get unless you get a LeBron James in this league. Yes, it's smarter because you're planning for the future. So Boston doesn't want to win now. I'm saying if Boston no, wants to win now, they, get Paul George. No, if that you whole, want to win now, you get Paul George and you take that draft pick. Okay, but yeah, they can okay. get Paul George without okay. trading. So see, I'm not trading anything for something I can get without giving okay, away. Okay, I didn't look into that far. You're right; they don't have to trade for him. I didn't look into it that far. But if Indiana throws the bag at him, right? Indiana ain't got the bag, man. <laughs> the bag is Paul George. <laughs> That's the bag. No, we got a bag, and the Wait. bag is loose now. The bag Wayne is Payne, out yet. We got Miles Turn over there. Who we got? We got um, yeah. Um, if I'm old, y'all, I trade Miles Turner too. I trade him now. Monta Ellis, I don't know what he's doing. T, Bird just stepped down. I don't know. I'm yeah. going to change if my I'm team. If I'm y'all, I trade Miles Turner, try to stockpile some I'm draft gonna go to picks and start man, building. Man. Listen, <laughs> let's talk about the playoffs, man. Listen. Yes, let's talk about the Cleveland playoffs. Cleveland and Boston, we know how that series is going to go. I give Boston. What's, how many games are given Boston? Maybe one. Maybe one. Yeah, maybe one. LeBron's going to dominate the East for it as long as he could. Let's switch to the West, man. Kawhi Leonard got injured. So now yes. we, we know well, an injury was re-aggravated because of a dirty play. Let's just put that out there. That was a dirty play. He took an extra so, step, didn't need to. Does he come back this series? It's a sprain. So yes. It, He's probably coming back Saturday. Okay, the next so, game is Saturday, so he'll probably play that game. But that game, that game's in San Antonio. Yeah. They might win too. I still don't I don't I don't they know, man. Too. They might win too. I don't you know. Know what I'm saying? But I don't almost, know, man. Golden State because almost lost even game if one. He's, Yes, but Not even why. if he is back, yeah, no, he was there for most of the second game. half. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you know what I mean. But even if he is there, he's going to be slowed. He can't. He won't have the same natural explosiveness. He won't be able to defend to quite the same level that he's capable because he defense is reactive, and you can't react at full strength with a sprained ankle. When he has to go to his left, it's going to hurt. When he has, no, to his right. When he has to push off his left, it's going to hurt. He's subconsciously he'll be aware of that. That will change how he defends to a certain degree. It will change how he explodes to the basket. His a lot of his game is predicated on his explosiveness. He drives to the lane. He gets to the free throw line, which getting to the free throw line would be great. Yes, he can shoot, but you're taking away 
one dimension of his three dimensionality as an offensive player. Makes a lot of sense, but let's get past all. And that. he's going to have to deal with either Draymond or KD guarding him all the time. Golden State's going to possibly them. Maybe two games and possibly get. Andre Iguodala and Klay Thompson. They got four people they can throw at him to guard him. They have four great people. That's the thing. Golden State is a freaking. Who do you got, man? We know the final. It's we... Golden State and it's Cleveland. Golden I'm... State and what? Who you got though? We're going to talk about it. I got Golden like... State and. <sighs> I got Golden State. I'm not sure about games. Yet. Golden State in two, man. Four, man. <laughs> nah, they wanted like, in three games. I want Brian to get another one. I do, but I, I can't. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't trust his supporting cast as much as I yeah. trust Golden State's uh, team. Um, and especially so. when it gets to that point, like because honestly, I just looked at the box scores, and these Golden State starters are literally playing less than 30 minutes a game. Yeah, and they won last night by 36. So what happened, like, when they have to play against Cleveland, they're going to play 38, 40 minutes. But 38 and 40 minutes with fresh legs from Steph Curry, from KD, from Klay Thompson, from Draymond, from Andre Iguodala, from even if you throw Pachulia out there to just be a goon or David West to go out there and be a goon and lay some some hard fouls. Like, when you have 40 minutes from those three all world scorers. Clay Thompson scored sixty and three quarters this year, and he's the third option. Listen, Golden State's going to win a championship. Yes, Plain. they are. But I want LeBron to get another one. Maybe it'll be next year. He maybe this year. He maybe this year. Uh, LeBron can pull it off. Listen, I don't know. We'll see. Listen, that's enough basketball talk. We probably lost a lot of our women listeners. Listen, <laughs> y'all, we're gonna bring y'all back because <laughs> feminist Twitter's coming for you. You call them women listeners. I call them what? You call them women listeners. They're coming for you. No, you can't that, call them nothing. You uh, can't say I can't female. Use you can't say woman. You can't say lady. Not, no, you can't say nothing. Non-binary. Okay. Um, <laughs> my other other listeners, you know. Um, but no, man. Um, that was that the basketball talk, man. Um, what else? What's next on the agenda, man? Let's, let's talk, talk about. about Molly music. Molly oh, music yeah, announced yeah. a new album, the transition of Molly. I hope this comes right. out in a couple weeks. Yeah, I got good hopes for it. Yeah, his last two albums are good. Second coming is classic. Uh, Molly is, Molly is, really is good. It's still really good. It's really good. Like it's a really good album. So I have hopes for this one. It has some this? legs on it, honestly, because it still still sounds really good. I still play it, even though Second yes. Coming is the best thing he's probably will ever do. It's <laughs> the best thing, I guess, musically and lyrically, and spiritually. Project, but period. it's not the best produced. It's just it's still his best project. It's still his best project. Is it? So? Yes, I know so. Okay. Okay. We, we so can debate that you. on a later show. No, no it's not that it I don't think so. <laughs> no, I ain't prepared to debate that. I'm just tossing out the idea. Because I'm thinking in terms of when we're talking about a whole project, we do have to talk about sonically how it's well, produced. Well, okay. This and is clearly Molly Is is better there. Okay, so this is the topic that's been floating around with Kanye. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a better producer album than all his albums, probably. However, is it better mm-hmm. than all his albums? Is it better than Graduation, College Dropout, Late Registration? Is it better than those albums? Like, so just because it's more say better produced doesn't conver- mean it's a better album. Like, uh, I mean, I get okay. it. So for me, I, the conversation for Kanye's best album is between those two albums for me personally anyway. It's between My Beautiful Dark Twisted Family, Fantasy, and Graduation. Graduation is my favorite Kanye album. Now, Graduation, I love the... I feel... Maybe I'm off, but I feel a lot of optimism from that album that I don't feel from my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy has a bit dark, well, pun yeah, it's a dark it's feel. Dark, it's a dark 
the album. Like, if you think about it. But um, the production is nuts. Yeah, it's flawless. It's pretty much flawless. But is it better because it's pre- just because the album's produced better doesn't mean that's doesn't mean that's his best album. That artist's best album. So well, you have to talk about how the album. Okay, so when we're talking about a best album, how does the album make you feel? How, how does it sound still? How is Yahweh, it written? All of that. How does it sound still? Second Coming holds up great. You know it does. Um, so, a few records do. Some oh don't. My name records that don't. Records, records that, that don't. don't. Let's go through. Let's go through the track. Okay, listing. let me go pull up the track listing. Because this this wasn't even like on the agenda, but <laughs> ain't about wasn't. to come. But it's all good. That's what that's what happens in an organic show, right? Real quick, right, though, before so we do talk- this, what do you think mm-hmm. about the single? Real quick, still, I like the single. I, I like it a lot. I yeah, like, like Molly it. with Ballads, but I will say he doesn't sound as unique as he did on Second Coming. Yes, in terms yes. of vocally, like I feel like they're pulling <sighs> him in vocally and not letting him really go he in the way he's he not could. free. Like he, when he get churchy, the best Molly is a churchy Molly. That's when Molly needs to. Yeah, when he start hitting runs and he's not. I don't hear it. I don't hear the runs. Like his musical expression on Second Coming has not been matched yet. Like okay. Molly is is good, but mm-hmm. come on. I have to track list enough songs okay. that have not aged the same way as the the top end songs. So my top end songs. Let me name those ones. The ones that I think have aged. Let's really go track well. by track. Yeah, I'm gonna say the the ones I think that have aged well, and then I'll okay. say the ones that I don't think have. Actually, yeah, let's do it track by track. You're right. The light. I don't think that has aged that well. I like the song. I love the song, but I don't think it's aged well. I think it has a nostalgic factor for me, and that's why I like it. Nothing Too Hard hasn't really aged all that well. Impulses hasn't really aged well. Broken Spirit has aged well. Has. Conqueror has, has aged well. I Hate You has not aged well, though I love the song. Heart Song aged well. Yahweh and the Reprise well. aged well. Available aged well. Higher, Higher aged, well. aged well. No, no music, music has not aged well. Eh. Glory to Lamb. Glory to the Lamb well. has aged well. All I have, All to, I have give. to give aged well. Forward. Forward. Age the rest aged well. well. Period. Uh, give yes. me Gimme hasn't aged well. Yes, it did. Okay, I can what? give that one. I, I can give. A new creature I love, I think, is aged well. I think. So Pretty that's like half album the album has, has aged well and has most no most of the album if you do it statistically most of the album you just okay named, let me see well. one two three four okay so twelve twelve tracks aged well five have it yeah I mean come on it's tracks on late registration that hasn't aged well probably but it's still a yeah. great classic album so. To now, me, let's go through Molly, Molly is. is no fun alone. No fun alone as eh. well. No, huh? No, I don't listen to that. You listen to that? You you probably don't even listen to that. You and the sister, but ready a aged well. Beautiful. That single wasn't even that five when it first came out. Beautiful was a better single. Beautiful was the well, single that made beautiful you like, was pushed. Yeah, it was better. Beautiful was better. Ready a. What's the better song? Uh, What's the better song? You beautiful is the better song. <laughs> So what I'm, are not doing say, I'm not gonna fight and say Beautiful's not the better song, but okay, Ready so. Aim still sounds great. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. Ready I'm Aim. I'm saying beautiful. listen to the song by okay. itself, not in comparison to another song. Does this song sound good? Yes. I was never fond of the song, to be honest. I had to grow that's how to okay. grow. I mean, it's, it, okay, I give you that. Ready Aim and Beautiful Age Well. No fun alone, no. Heavy Love. Uh, Aged well. You wanna say everything. Fight for you. Aged well. I like it. Walking, walking shoes, shoes. Eh, that's yes. questionable. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Lecrae's one of Lecrae's last two singles sounds just like this. So then, oh, yeah. Man. Lecrae, you can get the... Blessings is moving out here too, man. Wow, a lot of people Shout talk to me blessings. about Blessings that I don't even know about. That I ain't no new about Lecrae. I was like, oh, that's what's up. One, no, oh. the reggae joint, and eh, no. not really. No, make it, make it to it? heaven. No. no, that's the that's the hand clap rapping no. joint, and eh, not really. Little lady, Little no. lady. no. Huh? No. Roy T. Yes. Johnny Donna. No. I believe yes. Okay. So, I mean, you agree with that? Johnny Donna. No. Roy T. Yes. I believe yes. And little lady. No. I mean, it's. I believe little lady has H. Well, Johnny and Donna. No, I don't. So, what's the better album to you? <sighs> Period. That's, what, that's I, why I'm saying the the conversation. You got to weigh it out amongst a diff, a few different things. No. How does that collectively album make you feel? overall to you? How good to are you, the songs? I, it's, so it's, for me, pers- oh, so the songs on me- Second Coming are better. It's no. What's a better song than Yahweh? That's on uh, Molly is. What's a better song than uh, Available? Glory to Lamb. Give me a better song than Broken Spirit. Like if these songs, okay, let's master, remaster. Then you will You're probably right. argue that oh, it's yeah, if we remaster, if we remaster Second Coming, Second Coming blows that out the water. So it's not even a comparison. Just like the, the mix. It's the really. mix and mastering. So Molly, put that money on that mix and mastering. <laughs> it's already out. Once you get off RCA, just remaster the second come and put it back out, please. So what's the better album to you? What's your go-to, like, to you? I listen to them both equally. Okay, I'll give you that. You want to cop out. Um, No, it's not even a cop out. I listen to them. No, I respect that. I respect that. Molly, second coming is his best project to date, period. It's no debate. But he should have had Walking on Water on Miley is. I'm going to just say that. Oh, man. That is fire. Bruh, I watched that video. I like the video on YouTube too, I watch. Bruh, that is an amazing song. Like, Miley... So how do we expect his next album to sound sonically? Do we expect, like, ballads and, like, like his sound to kind of watered down? Have you seen the track... Well, the partial track listing? Because it's up on iTunes. I haven't. Let me go check it right now. Okay, I'll tell you in a second. One second. Pull it up. Thank you about the word. It's only like three songs with like where they, the title was given. So oh, gonna be alright. He had another single too. Gonna be alright. Yeah, gonna be alright still. And the then the joint with Janae Ayeko. Oh, that's a joint yeah. with contradiction. I like that record. Yeah. That's the record. That record was cool. That was from the Chirac uh soundtrack. Ooh, no play now. But um <laughs> But so what I'm wondering. I'm expecting more of the gonna be alright and still vibe. Do we like that Molly? Do we prefer it's that cool. Molly? It's cool, right? Like he's he's a technically he's a gifted singer. So let's get that out the way. He's def, of course. Oh, definitely definitely gifted yeah. technically. But I feel like he's constrained and I don't want yes. Molly music constrained. That's what it feels like, man. That's what I got. So, you know what? To answer your question, Second Come is probably the better album because he's He's unleashed. That's it's what him. I'm saying. That's the best Molly to church. Molly's free. Molly is is definitely when he's free. He's free in the, yes. in the Lord. He's free in Yahushua. When like when like you know talent wise, like he's just he's creative. Are you yodeling? Don't do that. No, shit. I said Yahweh, dog. You you yodel. Yeah, you yodel that. You're not a singer. Um, I'm not. I never <laughs> said I was. Fight me. You yodel, my nigga. You about you Fight me. Nah, but second coming, like his his creative like. <laughs> His creative, artistic, like freedom was just like, bro. And he produced most of that album himself. I think, if not all of it, mostly all of it. Yeah, I think that's it, the thing. Yeah, Molly, yo, Molly, we waiting for that next project. You owe us an album, Kurt. After that last album, you definitely owe us. An Kurt album. owe us a redo. 
I read, <laughs> I read, dude. Yo, I mean, think about it. One and C came out. He came back with the rebirth. So, Kurt. Best album to date. Kurt, I'm just saying. That was one and C part two, that last La- album. Lecrae owes us our album. Yep. Um, are we checking for Lecrae's album? Let's, let's move what? to this. Let's move Lecrae. Well, his Lecrae's last album. album was Anomaly, and I'm fine with that. Anomaly was good. Church, Anomaly was good. Church Closed 3, eh. Mm-hmm. He owes us a redo for that. Church Closed 1 is his best work. I le- Yo, I just listened to Church Closed 1 the other day. That's- I forgot how fire that joint was. Yeah, is that like a uh, CHH classic? For those who know, yes. CHH means Christian hip hop, right? So it's just Christian rap. Yeah, Lecrae, a lot of y'all probably don't. Lecrae, Lecrae probably got what one? Two, Lecrae got two classics. That's it. Just two. That's it. Just two. Just Rebel, Rebel and Church, and Church Close to yeah. one. That's it. Yeah, that it. So where's Anomaly? Is that close or not really? No, not even classic. It's cool. It's good. Okay, I'm just asking. No, I'm I, laying I don't... a question out there just for listeners because a lot of a lot of people who are on the Lecrae train. That's where Man, they Elliot is going to be the only one. Right, <laughs> he's trying to be he's trying to be me though because I was a crazy roadie like I was standing remember I was trying to be a crazy roadie Word. for years you tried to sneak on the little undercarriage on the bus with the Grammy Awards then I passed my, my throne to Elliot now he's hopping on reach reaches you know. so um pause though nah Roger's hopping on reaches bus trying to get in with Alex Medina <laughs> you know um, I don't know what's going on but yeah Lecrae owes this album man um, Lecrae has two classic yeah. albums um, he said Andy, it's coming yeah, he, he's he's doing tours now with multicolored dreads, trying to resemble Little Uzi. Um, Little Uzi's <laughs> killing out here. You know, I don't really care. If she cries and um, but yeah, Andy owes us an album. Lecrae owes us an mm-hmm. album. Um, the I, truth I just, don't owe us nothing. He had the best album, the best CHH album in Snoop? the last calendar oh, true. year. Oh, true. Truth, dog. Yeah, he had the best. I'm. I don't want him to make nothing else. Though. I want him in his legacy on that album because I'm afraid he's gonna mess it up the next album. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't make nothing else, true. Just stay nah, right there. He's a, He's working on a mixtape. He what said about it's Swoop? Like a f- Swoop dropped like two singles. Swoop or us. Swoop uh, or us for cinema. Swoop, uh, yes. I want to redo for cinema. Swoop used to be fire back in the day. I don't know what happened because like, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, A lot of people used to be like that. Tadashi used to be fire back in no, the day. No, you know what I want? I want another High Societies project. And we got to talk about that on here. We got to do you, a show for that one. Which would you anticipate more? High Society project or Hell's Paradise 3? Ooh, Hell's Paradise Two is a certified we need both. classic. Yo, Dre, Wit, Show, Natalie Lorraine, Courtney Orlando, and Swoop. Y'all hear this? We need both. We need both. Like those are monumental projects within Christian hip hop, y'all. Those who listen, like, what the hell is Christian hip hop? And that's Hell's Paradise Two and yep. um, High Society's Collective Volume One, or yeah. Circa MMXI is the yeah. High Society's project. Yeah, man. And they're both on iTunes. Yo, Devil Dog. I'm gonna go back and listen to the album. Is that a classic? Yo, it has to be. It, it has to be, right? Yeah, CHH it's a moment. And we were talking about CHH moments. There's a there's a couple moments. Yeah, CHH moments. Let's talk about CHH moments for a second. Then we'll get into the meat of the conversation. So okay. Rebel is definitely a CHH moment. Definitely a moment. Church Closed One is definitely a CHH moment. The Faith, the Truth, that was a moment. Yes, the Faith. Open. Yeah. Um, we say Andy Minio hmm. getting signed. To reach that whole formerly known, formerly known was a movement. That's was a right. Is that that can be considered a classic? I think yep. that's that's a Christian a CHH classic. Everything yep. else, I don't know, but formerly known is definitely uh, classic. School of Roses. That is an amazing, impeccable album. And that that's album a, has aged bro, absolutely amazingly well. That's that's his best work. Um, 
that I'm not even debating nobody because the reality is School of Roses is Christian Gray's best album. Um, yeah, that was a great moment. Um, we Live as Kings was a great moment, but then that fell after that. Like not yeah. just the album, the album, but like the collective. group. Yeah, that was a great moment. HP um, two, Hell's Paradise two, an amazing moment. High uh, Societies, circa MMXI. Yeah, uh, Humble Beast, beautiful eulogy, satellite kites. Oh my gosh, like mm. that that album, the first album, the second one, the first album, an amazing moment, man. Um, show Baraka signing and so beefing with Reach, amazing moment. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo. Uh, a certified classic album is L versus Envy. Jay Gibbons is better than a lot of you niggas. And I ain't just talking about <laughs> Christian rap. Jay Gibbons is better than a lot of you niggas, man. Christian rap, uh, regular rap, oh, is ASAP, Two Chains. Another moment. Lions and Liars is definitely a moment. That's a moment. That's a moment. Um, that, I mean, but I, we maybe miss a moment in CHH, but like great moments, like when everybody collectively got together, like yo. Lecrae beefing with Rapzilla on Twitter. Great moment. <laughs> um, Dog. Yeah, like... Um, Kairos, definitely a classic yeah, Kairos, album. Armand, Make Up Again. That's Armand's best album, too. So, this next this album is, has I to mean, be... Well, it's not his album. only album. That's his second album. I, I, that's still I his know. best album. He has mad mixtapes, but that's his best body. To me, that's his best body work. Well, I'll give you that. But, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. You're going to go... You're going to do the Armand catalog? But I think... It, I think... <laughs> We can, we can yeah. definitely do that. Yeah. Um, we got to do that with him here, though. Yeah. Spazzy Rocket and CHH. The, that was a great moment. No, like, the way, he's not. In C- <laughs> no, he's not well, in CHH now. But oh, Xavier him leaving Omar. his his letter. Him leaving. <laughs> Yo, that letter was flames, though. Not even Shout the letter, but him as an artist. He was probably the mo- one of yeah. the most creative artists that genre has seen in in a while. You know, yep. and for him to come through, like I don't think niggas appreciate him much. I think it's great. So shout out to yeah. Xavier Omar. And now um, he's making mad noise with Red Bull. That afraid single. Baby, Ooh. I'm afraid. Yo, Spazzy Rocket probably making some of the best R&B records out now. He is making. Let's, okay, let's look at R&B. All right, real quick, because we, we jumping from genre to genre. Who, is, <laughs> who are the it people in R&B right now? Give me a top right five now? R&B artists right now. Oh, that's hard for me, dog. Um, I help you. Bryson Spazzy Tiller. Rocket is there for me. Okay, well, Xavier is Drake R and B? Xavier Omar, you mean? But well, yes, Xavier Omar is Drake R and B? No, because I feel Drake, like Drake. No, we not. No. Um, I mean, his yeah, singles okay. for the last two years or what? Bachata, Controller, uh-huh. One Dance, Passion Fruit. But he's not R and B. He's just is Ja Rule R and B? Is Young Thug is no, making a, but Ja Rule was rapping on records. He young Thug is making out. a singing album. So will Young Thug be R and B? No. His next album, he's he's singing on the album, the whole album. But yeah, no. like, come on, see, so it's like, no, he's a rapper that happens to sing. Like Drake isn't an R and B artist; he's a rapper that happens to sing. Okay, I mean, it's, I'll give you that. that. That's what I'll take it as. Maybe he's a multi diverse artist. Okay, cool. But Bryson Tiller, um, Tory Lanez, Chris Brown. So the so well, Chris Trey is Song. always there. So no. wait a minute, the Drake clones get to be in it, but Drake ain't. Well, the Drake clones are R&B. Bryson Tiller isn't a rapper. He's an R&B singer he that happens to rap. He raps. No, but he's known as what? an R&B singer. Drake initially came as a rapper, and he was singing a certain stuff. Bryson Tiller, so the way you come in the door is the way you got to stay? 
You don't get to change? No, but I guarantee you, if we take a poll, what is Bryson Tiller? R&B or is he a rap? Is he a rap or Yo, is he R&B? Bruno is, is Bruno R&B? No. No, he's Huh? Like, we talk, okay. But what about the sounds of that album? Yeah, but technically, Beyonce's R&B and Rihanna's R&B. I'm not counting them. Okay. Technically, so right? once they get to a certain level, they don't count no more. Yeah, they they they're still technically R and B, but I'm I'm trying to I'm talking about today, like young the generation now. Is L A R and B? Yes, but he's not top five right now or two. Yeah. Um. So it's Bryson Tiller. Uh-huh. It's Chris Brown. It's Trey Songs. Well, I feel like Chris is in that Beyonce. Okay, let's say Chris out. Let's say Chris out. Okay, let's use the young cats: Bryson Tiller, Tory Lanez, Party Next Door. Um, woman, what's what woman R and B singer? Uh, ah, wow, mm. I can't say Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, they already like it. Cause I don't, feel, I feel like outside of that pop star R and B, Janae Aiko, Janae Aiko. Okay, Janae Aiko. It's kind of hard. I put Janae Aiko. Me, what put, about Kalani? No, no, Janae Aiko. No? Okay, I'm just throwing out names that no, no, no. You, put out stuff. Bryson Tory. Party Next Door, Janae Aiko, and... Um, well, wait, what are we talking? Are we talking talent, or are we talking impact and, like, sales and... Period. LLC? No, like, who, who's the who's the premier radio? Like, who's the people... Who's the arm best arm... Not talent, because it'd be a different conversation. Xavier Omar would be here if we're talking talent. Miguel, obviously. But I'm not counting them. I'm counting, like, the young I'm, generation coming Because I was thinking, like, King and... No, but... Know, Alex Isley, like, that, that lane, but they're not really... And that's ain't like shots at them or nothing because love their music, but it's kind of hard to move these. You know records. what, Jeremiah? There we go. Jeremiah, Bryson okay. Tiller, Tory, Tory Lanez. Um, who else? I said. See, it's hard to keep up these people. Oh, Janae Aiko. Man count. Who? Xavier Omar. No, who had the best album last year? Oh, Anderson Pack. Ah, see, Solange. <laughs> yes, Solange too, but. See, I'm counting. Though. I'm really counting. Like if we like hip hop, if we counted the young hip hop, I'd be like, no, no. We got SZA no? too. Okay. That's but yeah. we got you know Elijah Woods. We got a couple of people. But what I'm I'm trying to count the young like the new like generation. Like we were doing the rap. I'll say I'll say Lil Yachty, Lil Uzi Vert, Playboy Cardi. Well, see, I don't designer. That's no. That's so what I'm I saying. Be, I, I can't answer. I'm not listening. <laughs> no. So that's what I'm telling you. So the context I'm using now is not the people that's been popping or Bruno and in fact no the new cats okay. coming up. So, granted, Jeremiah. So, all that to say, basically, Xavier Omar is probably better than three of those all people of the cats. name. Right? All so, his sound is needed, you know, and hopefully, you know, he'll get more exposure and people will pay more attention to him, man. So, he, but, his sound is needed. Um, who, who needs to jump on a remix for him? Who would on, you want to hear? Like, a... On Blind uh, Man or a Free? I mean, jump you pick a record. You pick the record and you put a rapper on it. Whatever rapper you want. I know he got the record with um with Gold Link, which is dope. that's a good record, yeah. But we need something else. We need something like somebody that. Let's go that. like that. Let's say top a top tier artist hears it and said gives it the Drake stimulus package for lack of better words. Like you know how Drake was jumping on Soul mm-hmm. Election, taking records and jumping on them. Who does that? Who would you in your world have do that for Xavier Omar? I can see Travis Scott hopping on Blind Man with his ad-libs and all that. Because mm. how I heard Travis Scott on Scissors, um Love Galore record, like, I love them up mm-hmm. there. So I can see him hopping on Blind Man with his ad-libs, burnt, dirt on, 
It's lit. Like I can see, I can see that happening. Um, mm. I think Travis Scott. I can, who can you? See? I would love to see three stacks on a free. <laughs> I know that's like super high <laughs> up, but come on, God, all things are possible. Nah, but um, I mean, if if three stacks can show up for uh, Mister Blonde, he can give give Xavier a sixteen. For who? Blonde, Frank Ocean. Oh, Frank Ocean. That's another R and B cat, but we're not counting yeah. that that class. We're counting he's like the up, dude. He's on that pop level now. Yeah, we can't. We're not counting people like that, honestly. Uh, Division, you know, mm-hmm. Ro James, August Alcina, those other new cats. But yeah. um, but yeah, Xavier Omar, man, he definitely, you know, him and Never Sleep Music. Um, yeah, man, more attention to them. So um, we were this all got us. We were talking about CHH originally. So let's get back to the point. Um, yeah. So, so I. So, so I. Okay, so on Twitter today, I talked about Lecrae, obviously, and I was talking about something, marketing and something like that, and I started like saying Lecrae left the genre. He fake left. He'll be back soon. But he fake left the genre, and he's doing his own thing now. He, not, he ain't trying to build CHH, quote unquote. And I was like, it's a bit dry now. It's a bit dry. Like, CHH used yeah. to be like popping. We used to be more CHH intuitive. used to have a popping echo chamber. And he's and a good following. Like, a lot of us I used to interact a, with it. So, yeah. um, and then Lecrae left. a whole anti-secular music movement. Yeah, Check we, the hashtags. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to uh, Joshua McFarley. But we used to, uh, but not only that, but we used to comment shout a lot. Shout out to Seiko Woods. Stupid. We used to converse a lot about CHH, but yeah. now you don't see too many people, not just dropping music, but they do drop it. You don't see it because the marketing isn't that good. Some could say Rapzilla. Rapzilla just probably caters to reach for the most part. Like they just plaster them everywhere. Or did some might say the artists themselves aren't pushing themselves? But it's like, mm-hmm. it's a dry area. I tweeted, like, yeah, you got Jay Gibbons still, Draymond. You got Armand, you got Humble Beast, you got Ishan, you got all these great artists still. And there's still more people. Just because Lecrae left doesn't mean the genre sunk, but it seems yeah, like a dry place. there's definitely better rappers than CHH. It's way better rappers, right? Jake Evans, John Gibbs. You still got Andy. Shut Andy is, is just not yeah. as popular, CHH-wise, in, Christian, yeah. in the Christian realm. He's just not, at, if not, just as popular as Lecrae in the, in the Christian realm. I ain't talking about the mainstream. So mm-hmm. that was my thing. And people brought up the point, and it was talking about maybe Christian rappers need more marketing, Boom, boom, boom. And it's kind of difficult, right? You got two full, two sides to this. The gospel world only takes about two or three. That's like Truth, Lecrae, and maybe some other, Cannon Jones. Cannon Jones. <laughs> right? That's crazy. So the, the gospel world only caters in three. Now the CCM, they embrace Christian Lecrae. rappers better than, but they embrace uh, Christian rap. Not really. No, no, what I'm saying is the white. Lecrae, Trip Lee, who else? Been on a. No, but I'm saying maybe, white churches Like in the general. white Christian rappers. They no, get the. They KJ get the too, yeah. But <laughs> white churches, I believe they get booked more at white churches than they do at black churches, is what I'm saying. They give me I money. Agree. But the gospel. Because I think, but okay, so let's dump into that for a minute. The it's the whole black people with rap, black hip-hop. church. Yes, black yeah. church has a stigma with rap that it hasn't shaken yet. And they can't and see the two together. White churches right? don't have that. They don't care. They're like, come in with your barefoot shoes and your hillbilly straw hats and just come rap about Jesus, you know? And, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, the marketing, like, CHH is like at a. A standstill, it seems like to me. It's like, what's going on? Rapzilla is, is tweeting about non CHH things, and and I'm, CHH I don't know. gives the white church some clean coolness. Yeah, just like you know, little white kids was buying Death Row records and Bad Boy records. Same thing. Yeah, the white churches are culture vultures. Culture vultures. They try. <laughs> they ain't number white dame, people. We, so we need a Dame Dash and CHH. They ain't number white people trying to take something else. Black. <laughs> <laughs> we done started again appropriating our culture and cult colonialism and all that. Oh, stuff. But no, seriously, seriously. So what do you propose, right? Because I, I mean, I listen to Christian rap okay, here and there. So 
I don't listen I think, to um anybody. Hold on, I don't listen to anybody like that much anymore. Maybe true. Mm-hmm. Armand, Ishan, Ishan, Jay Givens, like the stuff I name people name on Twitter. And I don't the listen Givens, that. Much. I mean, not the Givens, the, the Gray brothers. Oh my, Tella Gray, he still got to come on the show too. Tella Gray yeah. still has to come on the show. We got to get an tragic show. hero. Tragic, yeah. So I, I'm like, I don't listen to Christian rap that much. I'm a Kendrick. Does he count? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> damn, is still in full rotation and it's fire. So I got, I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty. Got royalty inside my DNA. So I don't listen to Christian so, rap much. Is there a CHH version of that yet? I just want to hear it for laughs. I just want to hear it for laughs. I, I hope I got scriptures. I got communion in Child, my DNA. Nah, <laughs> no. Communion crackers. But, Communion crack is great juice in my DNA. <laughs> Welch's vaping DNA. All right, bro, bro, relax. Chill. Oh, so, man, I need so, the laughs. I need them. So em. what do you think? What do you propose? Because Christian rap, do you okay. listen to Christian rap still? That's a question I asked, too. We asked on Twitter. Do you still listen to Christian rap? I listen here and there. I listen to a lot of, you know, listen, the internet. I try to listen into, like, I guess the, the CHH mainstays, if you would say. Mm-hmm. There's, like, obviously there's the... The homies that I, I listen to, the the Armands, the Jay Givens, the Graves, Truth, I would consider that. Even though I don't really know him, he would be the homie because I've been listening for almost 10 years now. So he the homie. Um, Reach Records, because obviously they're at the forefront of it. Got Over Money. And shout out to Jared Sanders. New mixtape is out. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Yeah. You listen yeah, to what you that. listen to, but there's not, is there a desire, yeah. is there a thirst, like, oh, I got to get this. Yeah, it's not like when I first got into CHH and I was buying albums every week playing catch up for the last 10 years of using five, not knowing like, now about you CHH. Warm. Go ahead. Hey, hey. You lukewarm, <laughs> so your music chases, huh? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so what's you, what are you then? I mean, I'm going to say the internet, um, Anderson <laughs> Pack, Solange, Big Crick, Kendrick, you know, um, Rumler. Xavier Omar, Daft Punk, Who? James Blake. I, I listen. I, I, you gotta put me on whoever that was you said before Xavier Omar. I got you. Dope records. Um, Thug, Young Thug. I listen to a lot of different nah, stuff. I don't, don't really put me on that. I listen to Jay Gibbons. He's stupid. Jay Gibbons. I'm in there with that sometimes. Um, Jay Armand. You know um, the Grays. Yeah. The Gray. Of course. The oh, Kelly Yeah. Sometimes. But, yeah. It's just I don't know, man. What 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 more do you think that? But do you think there needs to be like a push? Do, do people okay, need to so push themselves? I think business wise, maybe right. Part well, first I want to kind of get into why I think there's been this slip in the CHH market. Okay, I think streaming has a lot to do with it. Mm, mm, so before mm. streaming really took off, CHH cats was putting up sales numbers because there was no other way to get the music. Yeah, there was no bootlegger for CHH. Well, I mean, there were bootleggers, but it's not the Christian thing to do to get bootlegs. So, <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. So, the only avenue to get a Lecrae record, a Bizzle record, a Truth record, a whoever record was iTunes or Amazon or Google Play. You have to buy the album or buy it from them or go to Family Life or Family Christian or whoever and get you, get it from your local book, Christian bookstore or your digital outlets. And now... You know, you don't have to buy the album. You pay for your streaming service, everything is there. So now the kind of like with iTunes, if like when you guys comment and rate on songs, albums, whatever you comment and rate on iTunes, it gets pushed to the forefront. So if there are tons of comments about Lecrae's next album, which there will be, there probably already are if it's up for pre-order, 
it'll be on the new and noteworthy page on iTunes. So go comment and rate, rate, rate this podcast. Um, but when you have that echo chamber of people talking about a project, mm-hmm. it bubbles it up to the surface. So those iTunes charts used to be gold. So yeah, when the album would yeah. come out at midnight, all of the Christians would go buy the album. It shoots that's up to big, number one. And now yeah. it's number one on the charts. So if Lecrae gets 28,000 people to buy Rehab and 25,000 people to buy Rehab to Overdose, and that makes number one for the weeks that they're released, it looks big. So it creates this interest of, oh, who is this cat that is outselling Lupe Fiasco or who's outselling, mm-hmm. you know, Jeezy or whoever, yeah. like, who's this cat that we don't know that's selling these, these units? But now there's not that metric. Now you got to stream 400 million times to beat Drake. You're not doing that. That's a crazy thing. The streaming kind you of need, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you need your song has to get streamed 400 to 600 million times in a week to beat Drake or Kendrick or J. Cole or fill in the, the popular artists or any damn much Christians Beyonce. in the world. No, I'm playing on <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's not that, it's just the way that numbers mega are. Fest. It's like the game has changed. So, like, in the sense, like, let's use basketball for a second. Basketball used to be um, illegal defense. You couldn't sag down into the paint and pack the paint um, mm-hmm. defensively. Now, well, there still is illegal defense. Uh, no, it's not illegal defense. It's just three in the key. But now, you know, players have to play a little bit closer to the men. You can't really play areas of the court as much, even though they do run zones. Mm-hmm. But you get what I'm saying. There were ways to play defense, then the rules changed, and now you have to shift how you play defense. So the game used to be sales. The game is not sales anymore. The, the game is streams. So now you have to gain streams to get people to notice your album. And there's no way without having word of mouth or great marketing or a machine purchasing streams, which I'm sure is happening. You can't tell... You, you can't tell me somebody's not just pressing play and letting records play for days at a time, multiple. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 different, man. And people streams you don't eat like you do when they buy them albums, so it's like yeah, the artists and then know. there's that. So then now the money that funds making these albums or doing promotion for albums is not there because we're not putting music into the artist's hands. We're putting it into the streaming company's hands, and they're getting pennies off of it. But I mean, let's keep it real. A lot of CGH artists got full time jobs anyway. So I mean, like they quit any day job because they still got the day job. Yes, that. but then, but, but think but, about it. If I'm a CHH artist, right? Unless you sign to Reach, you full time if you at Reach. <laughs> if you at Reach, you've been full time since you've been signed. Or if you start your own label. Um, like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna go ahead. No, but if you if you um if you're a CHH artist, right, and Let's say you have a family, which most of these CHH artists probably do. It's good for self. Can, yeah. If I have a full-time mm-hmm. job, that's what feeds my family. CHH is now just a hobby for me. It's something I do because I can do it. I'm talented to do passionate it. Passionate about it. And yeah. I'm, I'm passionate and I'm called to you know, do this to whatever degree. But I'm not putting my nine-to-five money into my my side hustle that isn't generating me that much money. Why not? If you're passionate about it. Because my family has to eat. But I mean, I'm sure your wife, she doesn't have okay, a job so, too. I mean, I can't, I can't eat. But even if she does, okay, you still okay. got to pay bills. 
Yeah, but it's not money left over to put some in your craft. I'm sure some of these rappers are putting some of their own money How in their much? craft. I mean, they are, but you can't. Okay, so I'm not saying fully me... fund your whole product, but you saying the quality is bad because they're not they're not putting that much money. No, in. I'm Just not saying. Start naming the rappers, music is man. Not, no, start naming the rappers. Dog, I'm not saying that the quality of music is not bad for a lot of these artists. No, it's really great artists. They're not. It's really them. great artists. You compare them to Kendrick. Beats are dope now. Like there's a lot of people doing a lot of great work, but on the marketing side. The money is not there because you have to make a great product first. So why not put money in market marketing trash. dollars? Why not put your own money in marketing yourself? And we could hopefully be then more exposed to people. how do you make the album? With your own money. There's ways to so do that. So they got to do marketing and creating that Who else is doing it? Rapzilla album? tweeting about every time Lecrae goes to the bathroom. So, I mean. Okay. So, like, how they ain't I, tweeting about so it. So I got I mean, to pay Rapzilla? Yeah. Why not? That they, <laughs> why not? Listen, Rapzilla, they no, do support other artists. But, let, me, let me make that. They don't okay, just support so, Reach. I'm not going to say that. But you get more yes. exposure to Reach, to be honest. Like, they definitely get but, more. Okay. So, if I if it takes me $5,000 to make an album, right? Make mm-hmm. a quality, a sonic, a sonically quality album. You better be safe. Do I have another? Year. I got another. I got to put another 5000 in on marketing. And that is, probably is, is marketing be really 5000 Yes. Rapzilla charging five thousand for they char- that's a bad not they charge. Rapzilla, but you can't just market in one area. Yeah, but you can market yourself. That's because, what social media is for. What about your self self promotion? Okay, so now I'm going to tweet about my own stuff, right? Why but not? I'm still, but timelines are not the same. Timelines are not time stamped anymore. Everything is algorithms. So you better follow. So, you better have it. That's why we got pinned tweets. You better pin that tweet to your profile. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but still, does it get traction? You like. It depends on your it's, following, though. You got to build your own following. I think that's what you're having your own following and your music being that good. How do you build good. a following without having money or without having a chance to tour? How do you build a following from your house? Because, you that's, what, because that's but what hip-hop is nowadays. All of these big rappers built the following from the internet, Tony. I mean, then they started touring. They got but big they from the have, internet. Who? A lot. Uzi and all them dangers start touring. and They, they got big off the internet. Yachty and them. They were internet yeah. people. They got big, then they started touring after that. Yes, you built a name for yourself on the internet, and then they got big. Let's yeah, not because they like built. They the, don't know that happens because they built the they built the name for themselves on the internet. It's also and then they got some corporate backing, and now they can go. But and listen to what more. I'm saying. They built a name for themselves first. So a lot of these rappers in Christian hip hop, they have to build. A lot of them had built the name for themselves, right? Don't get me wrong. But also, it's like all right, when people see Christian rap, they gonna think. It's a stigma to it, and that's another turtle. Exactly. Like. So it's it's kind of different than regular hip hop. You're talking about crazy hoes, cash money. Oh, what's this? Versus Jesus, God, boom, boom, boom. They're like, I don't want to listen to this because they got they thinking in mind already. This is whack, which is most most of the time it's really not. Some of that is. Yeah. But it's really not. So you got to market the like the podcast. You, it's like us, you, the podcast. We got to yeah. market ourselves. We got to push ourselves. We got to put money in SoundCloud. We got to put money in everything else, and we're gonna put yeah. money in the podcast. We got to say, well. Well, how you do that? We gonna spend money. Yes, granted, it costs more to make an album, but we spend money. We're doing this podcast. We spend more money to do. We spend money. We want to make shirts and stuff. We spend money. We gotta market ourselves. We gotta tweet. We gotta do that. So why can't an artist do that themselves? Then we got people who listen to this podcast because they liked it. They genuinely gravitate towards it because they become fans of it. Some people give us courtesy mm-hmm. listens because they feel bad. We love you. However, <laughs> a lot of people they they gravitate towards us and we built our own fan base and we're currently building our fan base. That's what yep. these rappers got to do. And I get what you're saying, though. It's different when you got a machine behind you, when you got better exposure, and when the timelines are different and everybody, you know, something is new today, then it get lost tomorrow. It's, it's the microwave generation. So I get it, but that's when you got to keep pushing And your think music. about that. 
think about that too. If you okay. putting five, ten thousand dollars into making an album, and then you put five or ten into marketing an album, let's say that's ten, twenty, ten to twenty thousand dollars you put into it, then you don't recoup it because they just stream your album instead of buying it. Well, I would think you would make mixtapes before you get to that five, ten thousand dollar part. So. So mixtapes probably cost so, maybe if, if $100. Dude, so we need to go back to classic mixtapes where you just rap over other people's beats then. Because if you're doing it on original music, you got to pay somebody. Yeah, but beats are like $100, $150. You get dope beats on SoundCloud for like, two, if not even 200 There's some dope young producers out here. So you can build a mixtape and not even, you ain't even spending 1000 You ain't even spending 500 Well, you probably spending 500 But you ain't spending 1000 on a mixtape. You ain't even nowhere near 1000 You got that and your family still can eat. You got to so, pay somebody to mix it unless you're a mixer too. Unless you can mix. Yeah, it's not hard to mix nowadays. You can pay somebody. There's engineers out there. Like it's 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 possible. Is what I'm saying, right? So, like, I don't expect somebody randomly just to start an album with no buzz and spend ten thousand. No, I would think you're when you're yeah, making absolutely. a five thousand dollar when you're making an album, you already got that fan base. Now you're giving them the album because you gave them the mixtape. It's cost free to rap over instrumentals. It, you can make YouTube videos. People get their buzz up. Hell, I can fool. That's not my way of doing it. Some would debate, <laughs> but some people get their music out by being semantics and you know. Theatrics and oh, let's make act stupid and get my name out there, you know. But listen, it's possible. I don't think an artist is going to make a five thousand dollar album out the gate. No, he's going to build his fan base with mixtapes first, with inexpensive ways of yeah. rapping over instrumentals. Do live freestyles. Do freestyles from your Instagram. Man, people find different ways to come up to each his own. True. But then when you get to that point, when people notice you, and when you have people that can donate to your album making, probably artists have done that. Then you can True. start doing that. So I think it's a process, man. I ain't coming to preach. But God is telling me, no, but seriously. <laughs> but I True. get it. I get both sides of it. I, I get both sides of it, man. Um, how did we get to... Yeah, we are Marketing. Uh, our, We're talking about we, marketing. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. Let's talk yeah. about what you toned into. What you listening to, bro? Oh, man. Okay. So, yeah, that's y'all marketing tips. I don't know if it's going to help somebody, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I am listening to... I've been listening to a lot of Xavier Omar lately. Um, mm. Damn. Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Uzi Vert. And um, uh, SZA, her new song "Love Galore" with Travis Scott. I've been listening to that, man. So you ain't send me no link. I'll send it to you since you're right now. I'm Rachel. a little tight, bro. No, no, it's dope. She's from Jersey too. St. Louis in Jersey, but yep. All right, yeah. so me, um, been listening to, been skimming through Mary J's. Uh, oh, me too, me too. And I've been listening um, to the Lord too. Forgot to say that. Go ahead. <laughs> been listening to the Lord. Be talking <laughs> yeah. to you again. Wow, is what we doing? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh man, so I've been listening to that. Um, been listening to a lot of Tupac. Um, just kind of revisiting what has been said, what's being said about him. Um, thanks, Flex. Oh, he lied. He lied. <laughs> Never said nothing about him. I, I'm not talking about that. I, oh god, man. Oh man, I'm weak. And shout out to. I'm sorry. Let me just get this out there. Shout out to Casey uh, of Jodeci at the Dear Mama event on VH1. Damn. Ever my lady. He pointed at me. Point I'm like, yes. you lost him, bro. You lost him. And then hugged her mother. And then prayed for somebody on a wig. See when he shook a wig, he's praying. That was Anthony ah. Anderson's mom. Fam. That was the funniest. Casey, he pointed at Mary. If I ever lose you, tell me. <laughs> Man. Jodeci. Oh, man. I just remember him being on Wendy Williams talking about can do, can't do what I do. That was hilarious. Um, but yeah, just been running through that. Um, been checking. I've been 
running back to this Bobby Brown album. Bobby from '92. Oh. I think it's don't don't do that. Don't do oh. that. Oh, okay. Don't do that. I don't and run in Whitney joints too. But yeah, Whitney fire. Whitney got fire records. Whitney the Goat. Yes. And um, Molly music. I was listening to the beautiful remix today. I forgot how fire that was. Yes. Yes, sir. I wish I was a better rapper, but I love the sample flip. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, that's what we've been toned into. Tone. That's you call toned in or toned in. I do try to toned in. Yeah. I I said toned in. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um. So yeah, man. It's been a a long show. We talked a lot of basketball. We talked a lot of marketing. We talked a lot of different things. Yeah. We had to Um, catch up. Yeah, man. Y'all comment and rate. Y'all respond. Y'all get the show. Oh, and I forgot. I was listening to Fifty. 50's first album, wow. the one that got shelved. I gotta go back. Wow. Which one you get Richard Dot Ryan? No, Power of the Dollar. <laughs> nah, wow. that joint got some records, dog. No, no, no. Columbia really messed up. Columbia really messed up. Uh, yeah, but almost a lot of records, man. Um you got a record you want to tell people to listen to? Um What would you recommend a record? Because I'm gonna recommend a record I just told you about. The artist. Okay. I am going to recommend from Mary's new album. Where'd it go? The record with K Trinata. Give me one second. I forgot the name of it. Oh, yeah. K Trinata album, too. Oh, damn. Yes. I definitely was a little bit asleep on that album. Completely. <laughs> the record is called. Telling the truth, featuring it's Mary J. Blige featuring K. Trinata and Bad Bad Not Good. Yeah, that record probably okay. Um, I'll check it. I heard it. I, heard, I like the beat. I like it. Yeah, K. that's Trinata, all I'm. Be honest. That's what I'm talking about with that. It's just K. Trinata to be honest. It ain't. <laughs> yeah. But um, I like this record by the artist. It's called um, I don't know how to pronounce it. R R R L. It's R dot L U M dot R. Rumler, Rumler, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the song's called Frustrated. I'm gonna play a little bit right here. Hold on. Here it is. Can I play a little bit? Just splice okay. it in. It's not working. However, so it, it's, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's by r.lum.r. It's called Frustrated. I forgot hey, his name. So, listeners, y'all go ahead and give Tony Lee a tone it down for trying to play a record through his phone while he was on the phone. Nah, I can still do it though. Technically, it's not a tone of that because I can play a record. I'm playing it now. I can hear it while I'm talking to you. Can't none of us hear it. But I can. That's the point of me recommending. <laughs> but we can't. But you, I can. you was trying to play okay, it Okay, okay. That's been a good episode of Two Tones. Um, <laughs> nah, but seriously, man. Y'all comment. Y'all rate. Y'all tell us what y'all think about it. Um, and we appreciate Definitely. y'all, man, for, to- for tuning in, for toning in. Whatever we play words, Tony trying to make sound fancy. We thank y'all for tuning in. Um, we'll be here next week. You know, God willing. And um, yeah, man. Praise, appreciate it. Keep us prayed up. Keep y'all prayed up. Keep listening. Keep commenting. You know what I mean? Keep letting them uh, jokes fly. Keep letting them uh, F-bombs fly. You know, uh, favor, favor. That's what we need, favor. It's forgiveness. Ah, <laughs> Let forgiveness flow. I ain't gonna lie. I let the real F-bomb fly early because I was mad, but we gonna talk, man. <laughs> oh, man. We out.